This is Ken Lubin, the host and founder of the Executive Athletes Podcast, and welcome to this week's episode. I want to thank everyone that has been listening, and thank you for the comments and feedback. They're awesome and an incredible help in this journey to making this podcast better and better each episode. Once again, this is unscripted and unedited, as I believe it's the best way to get to really know the guest. This week's guest is probably one of the most interesting guys that we've had on the podcast, and we'll go into his background. And His name is Kenyon Salo. And he's one of the top trainers, facilitators, and keynote speakers in the field of adventure, leadership, team building, sales, customer service, and inspiration and motivation. Um, in addition to that, he's one of only five members of the Denver Broncos Thunderstorm Skydive team. And he's seen each week during game season flying into the Denver Broncos stadium at 60 plus miles an hour, ending with a soft tiptoe landing on the 10-yard line which is absolutely amazing. And with over 6,000 skydives under his belt and travels that have taken him all over the world, he's determined to live life to the fullest and help others do the same. So Kenyon, welcome to this week's show. And what is the bucket list life? Ken, this is super amazing for having me on board. I'm really grateful. And you know, you asked that question, what is the bucket list life? And in simple terms, it comes down to just saying yes to life. Just say yes to life. And we can dig in further what that's about and how I bring that from the stage. But for me, I believe if we say yes and we let the how figure itself out later, it always works out. And that's where I live my life and that's the place I like to live. And I love helping others do the same. And I think so many people in today's world too, it's like everyone's saying, say no, say no, don't spread yourself too thin. Don't do this, do that. And it's just the opposite go out and go hard and really make it happen. I think that's the key. Yeah, that's right. A lot of people are saying no because it's fear. They fear that they're going to either lose money, they're going to lose time, they're going to lose a relationship, they're going to lose energy, emotional value, whatever it is that first the fear that comes up and it's easier to say no than it is to kind of trust the process, like take the leap. And, you know, it can be someone saying, hey, do you want to go to dinner? And you might just say no because you're so used to it. Or someone that says, hey, do you want to travel around the world? Because you might say yes at first, but then you say, well, this and that and all these other excuses that come up. And I really see a lot of people, it's debilitating to them. And I find that when they say yes and let the how figure itself out, ultimately they realize how happy they are the way they're living their life. And how do you create that shift in their mind, right? It's default. Most people, it's default. No, I think it starts with, you know, what, four years old, three years old, right? (laughs) And they just say, no, no, no. And it still goes on for the rest of their lives. You know, I think it is about the little steps. And when you say yes to something, even when you feel it, like, again, going back, do you want to uh, go to this movie? Instead of being like, wait, hold on, I got to look it up. I got to make sure it's good. Is it my type of movie? You know, what's it cost? Where am I going to see it? Just say yes, go with it. Maybe don't even watch the trailer and then come out of it going, whoa, that was amazing. And worst case scenario, let's say the movie movie was horrible. You got to spend time with the person that invited you. And that's where the true value is, is that when you just say yes, you get to have an experience. And my belief is that no matter what experience you have, whether you think it's good or bad or whatever the outcome is, It's always a story that you potentially could share later that could impact someone's life or just bring general comedies and make someone laugh. 
And that's amazing. And that's it, right? Because our lives are really just stories. And you know, let's talk about your story. How did you get into skydiving? How have you done 6,000 dives? You know, and prior to that, we talked about you've done wingsuit and a bunch of other sports. How did you get into that, into that world of adventure and skydiving? Well, for a long time, I was a professional snowboarder. And then I was looking for something new. And I heard a friend that did a tandem skydive. And I immediately was like, where? I've always wanted to do it, but now I had kind of that door. The door was slightly open. I said, give me the documentation. That was long before there were web pages and those types of things. And I said, just give me the, pa the paperwork and I'm gonna look at it. I called, I signed up for the course. I knew I was gonna do it because that's the way I do stuff, but I didn't know anything further than that. I didn't realize that it was gonna be a 20 year journey. So as I'm going into my 21st year, 6,000 skydives. Didn't know it was going to lead to something about jumping into the Denver Broncos or being able to share from the stage the storylines that have come out of jumping out of airplanes and the things that I've done throughout those 21 years. But it all started with one skydive. And that really is an analogy or a metaphor in people's lives where start with one. It's like take that first step. And then I said, I like it. And then I decided to do two and then three and then 200 then 3,000. And it just kept going from there. And I, I've loved every step of it. Wow. That's absolutely amazing. And what are the, yeah, what's the first step is what you, journey of a thousand miles, right? Starts with the first step. That's right. Exactly. So talk to us about, you know, when we chatted before, this is crazy. I think a lot of people, you know, we can just jump into this real quick and sort of go down a different path in a second. But Jumping into the stadium, that's got to be absolutely amazing. And you were mentioning wires and cables and people and wind swirling and that type of stuff. And you know, the margin of error is, is so tiny. Talk to us a bit about that because I think most people think, oh, they see a dude jumping into the stadium. That's going to be easy. And it doesn't even sound close to easy. It is one of the most technical demonstration skydives on the entire planet. And the way it works is the fact that there is the very small field. And so people say, oh, well, you have the whole field and you could come from uh, the long side and then just go straight down the field. But unfortunately, because of the field goal cables that are there, we lose those ends of the field. So now we have just a rectangle. And then not for every game, but for a lot of games, especially when the Broncos are doing better, what happens is they have the cable cam cables. And that's the things from television stations. And, and they have all these cables that come from all the corners the cable cam that goes down to one of the corners but the way the cables go across the field leaves this little triangle on the northwest side that we have to dive our parachutes through so you can't have a big parachute you have to have a small parachute and then you dive through those cables level out and then go down the field but because you're in a dive that's why we're going about 60 miles an hour we're close to the stands and then close to the field as we come down and then of course we're going through and then under the cables but we can't actually see them we just know where they are and it's like mission impossible diving through those cables and ultimately we have to do that whole thing within three minutes land on the field wave to the crowd and then get off the field before the next thing happens during the pregame festivities and timing is everything in the nfl because they're gonna go to commercial and then come back to the live game so we have to do it right every single time. And that margin of error, they say, well, what's your margin of error? Well, the margin of error is landing on the field. There's no outside the field. There's no in the stands. There's no on the sidelines. We just have that little field that we have to land on. And that's what we do every time. 
Wow. And five of you go down, go together or do you go one at a time? Well, so we all jump out the plane. It's like one, two, three, four, five. Right. Then we get together and we fly our parachutes together. And then when it's time to enter the stadium, we break off and then one person goes in and then the next and then the next. And so that adds for some extra energy because the crowd gets to see one after another after another. And, and it's really, really quite an amazing thing to experience, both as a skydiver and also anybody who's ever been in the stadium also says it's one of their favorite parts of the game. That's going to be amazing. It's going to be the super cool thing. And I'm sure, you know, when the Patriots are there too, it's even more fired up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but so, you know, talk to us about, so you, you do, you do the skydiving, which is unbelievable, which is probably one of the coolest things, you know, I've seen you've done, like you said, you've done base jumping, you've done all that type of stuff, but talk to us about your speaking and, and getting people to say yes and getting them off the couch and saying, Hey, let's go, let's go make this happen. Let's live this bucket list, this bucket list life and how to real, you know, you say yes, but what are some, you know, give us some five things that get people to get motivated or not even motivated. Just say, Hey, F this, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make it happen. Well, Ken, I'll break it down. I'll make it even easier for you. Perfect. And it's three simple things. It's three very, very basic things. It's what I share from the stage. And for me as a speaker, it is the gift that I've been given. Uh, some people can sing. Some people can draw. I'm horrendous at both of those things. But throughout my life, the gift of communication and then being able to share that from the stage as a, as a young teenager and then growing up in my 20s, one of my favorite things to do was to do things and then help others understand how they could do it. Now, of course, this was kind of along the adventure side of things. So it was my adventurous lifestyle and I wanted to share that with others. But then I realized that not everybody has the same definition of what adventure is. So the bucket list life came along and when I started to design it, I realized everybody has a bucket list item. And those items can be so many different definitions. And so what I share from the stage is the first thing is create more experiences. And those are the things that people want to do in life. It's about self. It's what they want to do, what they want to see, what they want to experience, maybe where they want to travel or if they want to have a relationship or all the above. And that's where I say, just say yes to creating more experiences. So if you say yes to creating experiences, you let the how figure itself out later, then doors will open up. And next thing you know, you might be standing on the door of an airplane that's open and you're doing a skydive, or you might be saying yes. And all of a sudden you're in front of the Eiffel Tower for some people. And they're like, wow, I've always wanted to go to Paris. So that's the first thing, which is saying yes. Naturally, that rolls into number two which is create more stories. Actually, it's share more stories. So create more experience and share more stories. Because when we create experiences, naturally stories come out of that and we wanna share it with others. And it could be the story itself, what you learned, what you experienced, and how you wanna pass that on to somebody else. And I believe that's about friends and family. It's how we connect with others. It's how we feel more alive when we're like, wow, I have a, this relationship. And that's what we're doing here on the podcast is we're sharing stories that each other that we have. And then we're sharing it with all the listeners. And it, that's so very, very important to have that. And lastly, that moves into number three, which is live more fulfilled. And how do we do that? It's about helping others. And that's about community. So you move from self to friends and family and about community. And when you help others first, 
without the expectation of return, everything you desire will come back tenfold. And as you help others, you'll live more fulfilled. And ultimately, that's why we're on the planet. And then when your life comes to a very close end and you're, and you're laying there or you're thinking about it and you're thinking about what did I do in this world, you're going to think about the impact that you've made on the world and the legacy that you're leaving. And that's, that's the huge thing that I believe for others. And so those three simple steps, and then to tie it all together, it is say yes to life. Say yes to experiences, say yes to connecting and stories, say yes to helping others first. And that's saying yes to life. And when you do that, it's impossible to be unhappy. And that's what I love about it. No, that's amazing. And, and it is, and it is easy. And those are simple things, right? It's, it's connecting, it's telling the story. And I think people, I think a lot of people are afraid to tell their story, right? I think it shows them, you know, vulnerability. I think people try to keep that bottled up in them because for some reason, you know, like our grandparents or the generation before, you couldn't show any of that vulnerability or even excitement saying, hey, I want to do this or I want to do that. How do you unleash that story? Knowing the fact that your story is inspirational. I, I say it all the time to audience members that each person in that audience has a two-hour movie that could be Academy Award-winning and absolutely would inspire others. They just have to share it. They have to share all of it, that the ups, the downs, the lefts, the rights. And if we think about all the movies that each of us is really pulled towards the underdog movie, the drama, the, the, they work through something that, and then they had the success. It's all those stories, the inspirational, the people that have taken the leap. And we, go, we, we find inspiration in that saying, oh, I wish I could do that. I love the way he or she did that. And ultimately we all have that in us. It just takes a step to make that happen. And a lot of times change doesn't happen unless the pain exceeds the fear and then that's when massive change happens. And there's some people that have been able to take that and then turn it into a lesson and be able to impact so many others. But just because I'm on stage and some people say, wow, you're so inspirational, I see inspiration in them because it goes both ways. Right, no, and that's sort of like you're giving back, right? It's giving back to them so you can inspire them to go do what they need to do. Exactly. No, and so talk about, you know, the James Bond of speaking. Talk to us a little bit about your platform of, you know, how you go down that road. Well, you know, originally I was coming up with a tagline and I believe that branding is so very important. And, you know, some people had said, wow, you're, you're adventurous or you're kind of like James Bond or this or that. And I said, well, what is James Bond? And then I really realized that, you know, it's someone that's great with technology. It's somebody that dresses for success, somebody that's adventurous and willing to take a chance and also problem solving along those lines and is not infallible and always has a sense of humor. And then ultimately, you know, guys are like, wow, I want to be that guy. And women are like, I want to stand next to that guy. And, and I realized that was the package. And I said, I'm going to start marketing it this way. And I'm also going to show up that way because I believe that you have to be 360 degrees transparent. And what I mean by that is just because of the way I am on stage, that has to come through no matter what way I live my life. They have to be able to see that, that I'm living in continuity and congruency with the basic fact that what I do off the stage is exactly what I talk about on the stage. And that's that authenticity, because if it's not there, the audience will feel it 
They'll call BS and ultimately they won't listen or they won't uh, get any aha moments because they know that me, if that was the case, uh, we're not living through that. And so ultimately uh, speakers have to come from that place of authenticity. And that's huge, right? And I think like, like you said, you start seeing the BS through that, right? It's like, all right, who's this? Who's that? And I think, you know, and, and a lot of people want that feeling, right? And I think you're probably, and what I've seen in the videos, you're awesome at pulling that feeling out. You're awesome at, you know, being, because again, we live the life of stories and feelings, right? And the stories create the feelings and creating those very positive feelings is what really gets people to excel, to get them fired up and, and to go there. And I think that's what we all live for is that same feeling. I'm sure you live with that feeling every time you jump into the stadium. Um, it's probably a lesser feeling now, but getting into that next adventure. And I think that feeling can be scary for some as well. Well, absolutely. Because when I ask people what's on their bucket list, they give me all kinds of ideas or they say the one thing that I really want to do. And I listen and then I say, okay, I want you to do it in the next 12 months. And it's always this pushback. Like I can't do it in the next 12 months. And the things that come up for them are like, oh, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I have responsibilities or I have fear or they have mixtures of those four things. It's the same no matter where I go. Those are the four things that come up. And sometimes just the fear is paralyzing, but they start thinking about the other three. And I find that very, very interesting because that's been their excuse always. If it's not one, it's another. And then if it's not two things, it's a combination of the other two things. And therefore, it's easier to say no instead of saying yes. And all of a sudden, then they're saying, I've been doing the same thing the same way. And it feels like the same day over and over again for the past 12 months or 12 years. And they realize that all of a sudden time is flying by. No. And then they hit a midlife crisis and then like, holy shit, what do I do now? Right. It's that's right. You know, you don't want to just start living at 40 or 45. I always watch you know, I'm always intrigued by the Walter Mitty movie. I'm sure you've seen that with, that um, yeah, with uh, Ben, what's his name? It's not Ben Affleck, Ben Stiller. Yes. And that's like, you know what, it's, that's for me. And believe me, I'm a lot like you. I love being adventurous. I love being out there. And, but then there's times in my life, I'm like, oh my God, I'm just, you know, I feel bored or, or boring. And you sort of remember that of like, hey, go on an adventure. And the adventure doesn't need to be you got to go to Greenland and Iceland and jump from a, you know, from a guy, from a helicopter, the dude who's drunk, who's a pilot to go to a ship to get your photo. Right. You know, it doesn't need to be that. It could be just going in your town and going to the park and going on the trails behind, you know, behind the park that you never knew existed or going into a new neighborhood or taking a different way to work. Um, I think that's, you know, those are just like you were saying, the small things build to the big things. That's exactly right. And throughout those three simple steps that I mentioned and just creating a new experience, if you deviate from your normal experience, then you're creating a new experience. And then you may feel alive because you're either being challenged or you're learning and you're growing or just connecting with someone. I mean, a lot of times we get on airplanes and we hope that the person that sits next to us is totally amazing and won't talk to us at all the entire flight. That's what we <laughs> hope. And ultimately, if you just say hello and you start a conversation, 
maybe they're interested in chatting and maybe you're going to learn something from them. You might make a new best friend. And then again, being able to just help someone, whether you just open a door or you help someone move or you actually take a, a step and you say, I'm going to help the homeless or I, I'm going to donate some money or I'm going to be able to give my time, which is even more valuable than money. That, that's the type of thing where you do those three things and you're saying yes through those. Whew, man, you're, you're just going to be like, wow, I'm doing life differently. This feels good. I want to keep doing this. And they don't have to be in any particular order. No, not at all. Right. And, 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 and yeah, exactly. It can be just as something as simple as that is opening the door or for someone or helping someone you know, pick something out that they dropped in the parking lot at the grocery store. I think those are, those are deviating from your typical self, number one. But number two, you're getting the adrenaline rush of, of sort of that give back, right? And I think people become addicted to that. And like you said, that, that's really what creates success is because you become addicted to that feeling of giving back and helping others and helping them become better than they were yesterday. Correct. That is exactly right. Perfect. What about, uh, you know, you as a speaker, as an inspirational person, as a motivator, what, what do you think some of the keys to success are in business and life and being an athlete? You know, what do you, what do you think people need to do to take that next step? Well, I think a lot of people want everything planned out. They want to see the exact end goal. They want to know all the steps and they want to know that it's going to go from one thing to the next to the next. They think it's a straight line. And I do believe that it's important to lay out a roadmap, but also believing that maybe you're going to have to make a left or make a right or zigzag around or speed up or slow down. The basic fact is that is going to come down to just taking a chance, taking a leap, and then adjusting as you go, and then learning information and making the next step. And it's like if someone wants to be a scuba diver, you're not going to, to do that overnight. And I always say this, that for the skydivers, the hardest part about jumping out of an airplane is picking up the phone and making the reservation or going online and making the reservation. That's the hardest part. Once you do that, Everything seems to happen. The date comes, you know what you need to wear, you show up, next thing you know, you're, you got a suit, you got a harness, and then you're on an aircraft, and then you're in a door, and then you're skydiving. And same thing with scuba diving, or the same thing with business, the same thing in life. You just have to say yes. And that happens in relationships too. For every person that has decided to say, I'm going to propose to this woman, and the woman that says, I'm going to stay yes in that moment, they don't know the end result. But for something like that, you just say, oh, that feels so good. It just seems so right. I'm just going to say yes, and we're going to figure this out together. And that's the value, and that's the power in that when you just make the leap. Right, right. No, and then, like you said, is and make the leap, burn the bridges behind you, and let it rip, and, and, and go for it, and figure it out. Because we're put on this planet to figure self, stuff out, right? Every piece of technology, everything that we have, every car was someone taking the leap. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, then, oh, if, well, if that can be done, then it takes it to the next level. It's like the four minute mile. And I think it's going to happen with once someone breaks two hours in a marathon, it's everyone's going to break two hours in a marathon, right? It's, it's, it's that type of stuff. It's taking that leap of saying, let's do it, but also believing in yourself. Yeah, I've been following that too. I am so intrigued by people that break barriers and that they believe they can and they fail along the way. I mean, they, they've continued to try and try, especially with the guy that's getting very, very close. 
but he says, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to do it. And there are people that are backing him and supporting him. So yeah, it's just a continuation of just having a vision and then taking that leap. And then, you know, it's like they say, jump off a cliff and then let the wings unfold that type of scenario um, or do some pre-planning and jump off a cliff with a wingsuit and keep flying that way. Either way, uh, the success is there. Have you done that? Have you done the wingsuit thing? Uh, yes. Yes. It's something that I've gotten into. I love it. I do it out of airplanes all the time and fly with my friends. And then I trained for a couple of years and took that to Switzerland and Italy. And I jumped off uh, some two and 3000 foot cliffs and got to fly over the trees and the houses and the fields and beautiful, beautiful valleys. And I remember this is what I dreamed of as a kid. Like I thought skydiving was flying like the way I dreamed of as a kid. And then I realized that wingsuit skydiving and or base jumping was that because you're actually crossing uh, distance across the ground, not just falling towards it. And that's the closest that I've gotten with unpowered human flight. That's got to be amazing. No, I've seen quite a bit of that stuff and it's just, it's unbelievable. What's that feel like? What's it feel like when you're eight feet off the top of the trees or 20 feet off the top of the trees and banking through mountains and rivers and all that type of stuff? Well, I can tell you that wingsuit base jumping is terrifying. At the same time, it's, it is how I live my life and it is probably a really close analogy to how others that have been successful have done so. So first there's preparation. So you have to have a dream. So if you have the dream, I want to fly. And then that dream turns into goals and you start writing down your goals. And for me, it was, okay, I want to do it first out of an airplane and then eventually off of a cliff. And then goals turn into planning. And then as you start to plan and you make those steps and you start to plan, okay, I'm going to do this then, I'm going to reach these milestones and then I got to do it this way and now travel and then you organize everything. Eventually, you find yourself on the edge of a cliff. Uh, and for me, as I stood there on the edge of a 2,000 foot cliff in Italy, and I realized I'm going to make this happen, it's really about action. And action is all the way up through that where I took action and baby steps along the way, but I also have to take action of actually leaving the cliff. And that's leaning far forward just enough that there is no turning back. So once I've leaned forward enough and then I push away from the cliff, now I'm flying. And that flying is the point at which I believe, which is step number five, is things become reality. And in that moment, as I was flying for up to 60 seconds, it was reality. It was the dream that started when I was a kid turned into a reality 40 years later. It took 40 years for like both technology and my skill level to catch up to the same point in time and for me to be able to do that. And I thought, this is it. This is, this is so real and so amazing. I, I let out a scream of joy as I was flying and then I deployed my parachute and I landed on the ground and I, that smile, and there's a photograph of it. Oh man, it's, it's, it's something I will remember forever. And I still continue to do it and it still makes me a little bit nervous, but at the same time, I know I'm prepared for it. So that's how it works. Wow. That's amazing. But that's, you know, that's the steps to get to where you want to go. Um, like you had just mentioned. So what's on your bucket list? You know, I have lots of things and I check them off and it's ever evolving and they range from, I would love to jump out of a hot air balloon with my wingsuit over the Serengeti during a sunset and the great migration and land next to a Jeep so I don't get eaten by lions 
and, uh, and then go and have an amazing dinner with a bunch of friends that we made that entire trip happen. That's on the adventure side. And it's <laughs> grand, but at the same time, it's, it's, not, it's not too crazy, and I know it can happen. The flip side is I'm really looking forward to the day that I can tell my currently 15-year-old son that I'm proud of the man that he has become and then walk my daughter down the aisle should she decide to get married. So there's things like that that's on that side of the, the bucket list that it's like family and friends and true deep connection. And, and those can't be done next year. And so I fill in the blanks with uh, small to big bucket list items and uh, then let the ones that when the timing is right, then I let them rip and it's perfect. Awesome. And talk to, you know, I can't believe we're already almost at a half hour. This is just unbelievable. But where can people find you? Where can they find your speaking? If they want, you know, you got to check out his site. So tell us a little bit about your site. You see your stories, what you're doing, because it's, it's just awesome. Yeah, that's great. Ultimately, it's super simple. Everything in one place. It's KenyanSalo.com. K-E-N-Y-O-N-S-A-L-O. And what's there? Well, there's a couple of things. First, there's my speaking, or if you just want to uh, connect with me, all my social media is there. Additionally, under resources, and anybody who's listening to this podcast, take advantage of it. Uh, there's a free ebook under resources. There's the keynote. It's all in one package. You get the, the one-hour keynote that I do. You get a 45-plus page um, ebook with worksheets to help you check off those bucket list items and live more fulfilled. There's also an audio version for just cruising along and listening it that way. And then if you want to connect with me on the coaching side of things or the speaking side of things, there's the hire me section. So check it out, kenyansalo.com. And I would love to connect with people. I love hearing people's stories and I love making new friends. So please, please reach out. No, this is awesome. No, and it's super exciting because what you're doing is a totally different take, I believe, on living a fulfilled life. And, and it's living it through adventure. And everything we can do every day can be an adventure. So, Kenyon, this was absolutely amazing. Thank, for, thank you for being part of this. You are awesome. Thank you so much, Ken. And many successes to you and everybody listening to this. I'm inspired by you guys and you, Ken. Awesome. And if anyone has any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to reach out to me at Ken at executiveathletes.com. But make sure you go out there and let it rip this week. Live that bucket list life.